Welcome everyone. Happy New Year and all that bullshit that people normally do when a calendar year comes to an end and a new one comes in and all that jazz. I really skipped the formalities there, but anyway. Uh, Happy New Year and all that shit. This is the Husky Vibu Podcast. <laughs> and this is your Husky Vibu Ariel and uh, I'm back. I told you guys I'll be back for the new year and well, it's technically the new year. And I'm here to annoy you, as I usually do. Hope you had a good year's end. Uh, we all survived the shit show that was 2020. Um, I feel like we should be getting those medals that the Rebels got in the Return of the Jedi shit. Uh, but, you know, it is what it is. Uh, I mean, even Chewie got one, like, much later. But let's not go into that one. Uh, so, uh, I hope that you guys, uh, spend that, uh, hiatus that we were out well. I hope that things were good and, uh, that you spend it with your families and, uh, had a chance to, you know, think about things. Because apparently that's what we have to do here. Notice a little differences here in the studio. <laughs> uh, office or whatever you want to call this thing, uh. Uh, new, well, not new. The the guitars hanging over there. Uh, yeah, a few changes. We got Saitama added into the Funko family, and all a bunch of shit. But that's either here or there. Uh, so yeah. Um, uh, how did I spend uh Christmas and New Year's? Well, locked down. Because, uh, as you all, if I haven't said it enough already, I live in the Dominican Republic. And here uh, we have strict lockdown rules, uh, curfew rules. And uh, thanks to the marvelous uh, behavior of my co-patriots here, um, the government had to take very strict rules, especially on New Year's weekend. Uh, and so they insisted on doing a, a very early version of the lockdown. Let me explain. Uh, before that, uh, lockdown was at 7 p.m. with liberty to free transit until 9 p.m. You know, to give enough people time to go to her houses and whatnot. And on the 24th, there was free traffic until 1 a.m. So that meant that you were able to visit family members for the, you know, the... What we, I guess this is our version of the Thanksgiving dinner, but we do it on New Year's Eve. I mean, I mean Christmas Eve, we do it, sorry. And uh, traffic was okay, and people were able to go, and I was able to visit my parents, and there are pictures of that somewhere. <laughs> not here, because I don't share my personal shit like I'm not doing right now. Anyway, um... So we were locked down and then uh, due to the great behavior, and I'm being sarcastic here just in case you don't get the drift, uh, of the people here in the island, they decided to fuck all that and create the lockdown at 5 p.m. in the week and on the weekends, <laughs> this is the beautiful part, at noon, at noon, 12 p.m. As you can imagine, that went, went like a wet fart in church. Everybody's protesting, but I can you blame the government when people are just if you see the videos here, people just congregating anywhere that they can, rich or poor, doesn't fucking matter. 
it is apparent uh, a disease here in the Dominican Republic that people cannot stay still and need to congregate in large groups just listening to music and smoking whatever the fuck they have in the reservation whatever they have in clothes or drink and apparently that is the mo of dominican republic in the most cases and it behooves me to a certain extent but then again i'm an introvert i don't give a fuck about congregating with people and whatnot i'm mostly to myself and i really live that philosophy to the t uh <laughs> so uh yeah uh, so, um, uh, I still been working those days because work doesn't stop, but as you would imagine, there have been more, a uh, few days off than not. So, uh, I finally got up, uh, the family got together and watched a couple of movies, which I know this is not a review channel, but for the sake of filling in time and talking shit and just to have something to talk about with you guys that might pique your interest or not, who gives a shit? Uh, I saw two movies that are right now kind of in the, uh, the say in, in the moment right now. I saw Wonder Woman 1984 and Soul from Pixar and Disney. So uh, quick review on either one. I mean, let's start with ladies first. Wonder Woman. Uh, what can I say? I mean, I like the original Wonder Woman. I, I really liked it. Really enjoyed it. It's a good origin story. Uh, I like the story, uh, the original one. This one is different, and uh, I neither liked it or hated it. You know, I was kind of indifferent. It's not that the story. How do how do I go about this? Like, the story for me is meh. You know, meh. Okay, I get I get what you're trying to do, but you gotta understand, I'm kind of dead inside, so. Most of the points that they were trying to hit, and, and believe me, they were very nice points, very uh, uh, decent things that they were trying to do. You know, they're trying to establish Diana more as a peacemaker than an actual warrior. In the first movie, she was more, you know, warlike, uh, fighter. In this movie, she's more like trying to keep things at peace. So, uh, in this movie, she does not have her sword and she does not use her shield. She only uses her rope her tiara and then and the this is not a spoiler because it's in the trailer the golden armor which has a reference if you watch the movie till the end in the mid-credit scenes there's a beautiful payoff which in my opinion is the best thing in the entire movie the movie itself is like eh. uh even though they're saying it's oh it's not a critique to trump uh they have uh, pedro pascal the mandalorian uh, playing Maxwell Lord uh, with a clearly Trump-esque uh, 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 gimmick thing that he's playing. And we got Christian Wig as uh, Min uh, Barbara Minerva. I, I don't know her name, but then she becomes Cheetah, which is one of Wonder Woman's arch enemies. And it's kind of a different version of the Cheetah from the comics, so... If you're one of these people that are very hung up into the comic books and want things to be to the T exactly as they were in the comic books, you you'll be sorely disappointed. It's not the same in, in terms of Cheetah. Maxwell Lord kind of keeps uh, the comic book vibes. 
And Diana, I understand why they wanted to take a different route in, ter in terms of how Diana is. And this is not a fish out of water. Diana is well accustomed to the ways of the world in this in this movie. It is it is in the timeline of 1984. I think that the way how they explain the return of Steve uh, 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 Steve Trevor was well done. I'm not going to spoil it. Uh, you will watch the movie, but I think it was well done. Uh, I mean, it's a comic book movie. We, you can't expect logic in terms of real world logic. You know, it, it, with a comic book movie, I kind of throw logic to the window because it's a comic book. It's a comic book movie. It's make believe. So, you know, anything's possible. And uh, they really play with this uh, theme in the whole movie. And they give you hints of where the the story is going if you pay attention. Uh, and it was an okay movie, but it's not as strong as the original for me. Uh, you can watch it. It's not a shit show per se. It's not Batman v Superman or Batman and Robin. Jesus Christ, Bat the Batman name has been maligned in Warner Brothers, hasn't it? It has been fucking maligned. Anyway... <laughs> Anyway, uh, watch it in your own peril. If you like, um, how should I go about this? Because I, I have to put my, you know, everything you throw out there in social media, everything you throw out there to the world, it's kind of be have to be taken with a grain of salt and not necessarily shown that you're being maligned because I'm really trying this year not to be an asshole and just jump on everybody's uh, taste. I mean, you've surely seen the reviews by now. It's, it's a mixed bag because some people like it. Some people hate it. Some people adore it. Some people like, uh, I'm one of those in the, in, 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 on the fence. Like, uh, it's not terrible, but it's not great, you know? And for a sequel for a movie that was good, in my opinion, Wonder Woman was good. But for a sequel for of a movie of that magnitude, I don't think it hit all the marks. But I do like the message uh, that the movie uh, tried to convey. And Wonder Woman does her job. And I do have to give props. Uh, the acting in this one is a thousand times better than the one before. I mean, Gal Gadot has uh, risen to the occasion. And she's more Wonder Woman in this one than in her ever. Another nitpicky thing I would have is the uh, special effects. The special effects are shit. I, I don't. Oh God, I, I I can't. I can't deal with the special effects. I really can't. Uh, um. So yeah, it's that. So, um, you guys uh, watch it uh, if you have HBO Max or if you're able to go to a movie theater. So uh, there you go. Uh, the other one that I was able to see, thanks to Disney Plus, again, free promotion to Disney Plus. Give me money and I will promote your shit. I will watch everything. I have it now because I've seen The Mandalorian and I'm going to be watching all the Marvel shit that is coming now from January. So you got me hooked. You got me hooked, Disney. So pass some money over here and I will promote your shit. Okay, I will promote your shit. So, <laughs> uh, sorry about that. Uh, it's a scumbag move there. Anyway, uh, Soul. Soul is a Disney Pixar movie that should have gone into theaters, but didn't because COVID. And uh, it's 
It's a Pixar movie. What can I say? It hits all the Pixar marks. It's like Pixar does not know how to make shit. Like, is it a perfect movie in the most perfect sense of the word? You can nitpick certain things, but in my personal opinion, I enjoyed it more than I did Wonder Woman 1984. Uh, It's a great story, and it speaks to you on this necessity. You know, like, people have this thing like, oh, it's my destiny. It's my this, it's my that. And it gives you a very beautiful perspective on life that it's not necessarily the destination, it's the ride. You know, and that's kind of spoiler territory there. But it's more the ride and that you should be enjoying the ride, that you should be enjoying, you know, what you're going through. Because good or bad, it it's life. Life. It's life. Uh, so I enjoyed the movie. Uh, my kid loved it. And there's some things that, you know, it will hit more home to the adults than to the kids. Uh, there's the themes there that it's more for the uh, the adults than the kids. And it's going to just go fine right by them. But as an adult, you're going to be like, oh, I was not expecting this uh, real talk on a Pixar movie. But. Pixar movies have that tendency of giving you uh, exactly the message in a balanced way for kids and for adults. So kudos to uh, uh, Soul and for the people on Disney Pixar for that movie. And Wonder Woman 1984, what can I say? Uh, They're going to get a a third. They're going to make a third. It's been confirmed. So, well. Patty Jenkins will return for directing and Gal Gadot will return. So uh, make of that information what you will. So as I said, I will forego the shitting on. I will just say nice things because the the reason I'm not trying to shit on is not because I'm, I'm afraid of criticizing this or that. No, it's not about that. It's just that. The world is negative enough as it is, so I don't need to be adding more negativity on it. Also, uh, there's a rainbow. There's a reason there's rainbow colors in the rainbow is because different takes for everyone. My cup of tea is not necessarily yours, but you do you. I do me. We all live happily and enjoy life for what it is. You know, going back to the themes of uh, the soul. Uh, now going into, you know, uh, I'm a wrestling mark. I'm a wrestling geek and I still have the other podcast, which we haven't recorded in a while. Uh, the smart nerd podcast, but, uh, this, if you're a wrestling fan, like I am this December past December was a tough month. And by the time I took the hiatus of recording, a lot of shit happened. A lot of people passed away. But the one that hit the hardest was the passing of uh, Brody Lee. Um, the exalted one in AEW. Uh, known by his real name, John Hoover. He was known in WWE as Luke Harper. You know, a member of the Wyatt family. He unexpectedly, for us, passed away at the age of 41. Young, He's one year younger than me. And uh, the fam, uh, he was, and he was sick for a while. This is the details that we know so far. He's been, he was sick for over two months since basically the time he 
went off TV when he lost the TNT championship. Uh, he was off TV, and the the version that we were told is that he was uh, selling an ankle injury, and hence why they never referenced him on TV. Little did we know is that uh, shortly after he was taking time off TV, he was having some breathing problems, trouble breathing. Uh, they did some tests on him, and just his lungs decided to call it a quits. His lungs just stopped working properly and it just kept getting worse and worse and worse uh, to the point that things looked brim, looked bleak, sorry. And uh, the family, his wife, uh, asked AW to keep his condition secret for the public. Very few people knew about it in AW and everything came out to the float once uh brody passed away and then that's when the truth was revealed and that he sadly passed away uh, i have further details as explained by jim ross who is the, the aw lead commentator and i will read and i will also post it on on the video version of the podcast i still don't know what i haven't seen or heard of an autopsy all i know is he had double lung failure lung as in lungs, uh, his lungs were so bad that he couldn't qualify for a transplant. So, so after, as I heard the story, whether it's a total accurate or uh, totally accurate or not, I don't know that they took him off his machine to see if he could kick out himself as that's about the only chance he had. It's just obviously didn't, it just obviously didn't work. So it's a sad time for all of us again. He impacted so many of us in our roster that kind of went off the radar. And so he'll be very missed. In other words, um, apparently his lungs just failed. It's a sad story. And and if you've been following social media, especially the wrestlers in social media, it's been an outpouring from every single wrestler in the planet that knew him. Doesn't matter the company. Doesn't matter where he wrestled. People from uh, TNT... TNA or Impact, New Japan, WWE, AEW, any wrestling co- uh, a company, Ring of Honor, name it. Everyone that was a wrestler that knew him is just, they're bawling, crying their eyes out over this guy. Because apparently he was a good man. He was a good family man. And, uh, you know, it, it fucking sucks. I saw the tribute show that the, the AEW did for him on Wednesday. And to say that I was bawling, it's an understatement. I think I wrote somewhere on social media, not on my timeline, but on someone else's that it was tonight is Niagara Falls night when we were watching uh, that thing because uh, it was it was a tough night. It was a tough night because his son was there and his son took participation on some things. The kid is a natural. The kid is going to be, by the way, AW signed him. Not a joke for real. They signed him uh, for a contract and gave his dad, uh, gave him his dad's old TNT championship belt. And they're going to retire that championship belt until he comes back. And they named him TNT champion for life. So, it, it you know, AW went out of its way to accommodate that family. And I think they, went they they rose to the occasion and i mean they 
they made the best of a very sad situation. They had the kid, Brody's kid, book the entire show. So booking is that he set up the matches. He set up the people who are going to face each other. And it was a hard night to watch because all the wrestlers were balling. All the wrestlers loved this guy. And uh, I didn't, I, I haven't posted anything about it on social media because I never knew the guy. So it hurts me. Yes, it hurts me as a fan. But it hurts me to find out that mo- all these people had talked about all this wonderful these wonderful things about this guy so if so many people have nothing bad to say about him that's like a rarity in wrestling if you're a wrestling mark you you know that wrestlers are kind of a backstabby thing because everybody wants to be on top but it's so far in the history of wrestling i've only found that him and owen hart are the only two guys that people have nothing bad to say and his and both sadly are dead. Uh, and the case of Brody was, God knows what the fuck happened. God knows what the fuck happened. I, I don't know what the hell happened. So uh, my condolences to his family. Uh, my condolences to every single wrestler uh, that's felt the pain of his passing and. As a fan, I felt it, and it's a shitty way to end the year. And a year that was a shit show by itself to have it end that way for that family is totally fucked up. Ah, so um, yeah. And here's another subject. I, I tend to end these things on a very positive note. I'm being sarcastic, just in case you haven't noticed. <laughs> Um, uh, I follow very, I try not to follow celebrities now on my social media. I think I even mentioned that on one of my previous podcasts, but, uh, the very few that I do follow are mostly comedians because they make me laugh and laughter is something you need nowadays with all the shit that's going on. Uh, one of them that I follow is, uh, this comedian, uh, Sarah Silverman and she is famously an atheist and I got no beef with that uh, on her timeline though uh, I noticed that she posted something which I would like to call out uh, I'll be posting the image here in the video but I'll be reading it for those of you who are only listening the podcast and it's uh, she took a screenshot of a person writing on her Instagram uh, I will well, you'll see the pictures who it is, but I will, I will not mention the name. And the comments, and uh, you apologize to the language, although I am I have a filthy mouth by itself, but the language here by itself is going to tell you uh, this. Uh, I don't think this is an appropriate way to talk to a lady. But anyway, here we go. The guy leaves three comments, and it says, I like true sluts like you. You need a true cram- uh, cream pie gangbang pulled on you. Every hole filled with multiple cum. <laughs> wow, that, that, that sure is an icebreaker. I'd fuck you balls deep in your ass and pussy with my 10-inch cock and fill them up with my cum and my friends will to, would too. Uh, then she's you swipe and notice that this person here 
uh, in his uh, Instagram bio, it says solid ground adventurous, always expanding and pursuing dreams, but always seek first the kingdom of God. And her comment, L-O-L-O-L. Just notice these comments from my last post and then read his bio. Makes no sense. Ironic? Nope. Makes all the sense in the world. Please don't harass him. I just think it's absolutely fascinating. Religion can't just be a thing you can subscribe to and it gives you all the answers. You still gotta live and examine examine life and make conscious choices. Uh, Why do I bring this up? Like, I want to make fun of Sarah Silverman for being harassed by a pseudo-Christian guy that professes his Christian faith, but is talking about failing her up every hole in her body with her, him, and his friends. No, it's not the guy. It's not her that I want to talk about. It's just the guy who says he's a Christian, and yet this is the behavior he has. Now, I understand that. Christian Christianity that you call yourself a Christian doesn't necessarily right away mean that no sin, no, no blemish, no nothing. No, you're dealing with you're dealing with your own shit. But the thing that uh, pisses me off, if I may say so, uh, is that uh, Christians uh, take this attitude of being the holiest of holies. Uh, regarding certain subjects and then when their personal life comes it's just that they're the dickest of dicks running around the planet uh, and that can be attributed to pretty much every single belief system in the planet for example I will use an simple example Star Wars fans <laughs> and the subject <laughs> like I need to explain it anymore there is not a single I, and beating a dead horse here because this is a subject that I've been dealing speaking of like in four or five podcasts now the thing is just to round it up not to beat any other group because this is not what I'm trying to do what I'm trying to do is this humanity in itself is a walking contradiction they say something and they live another look at me I profess to be a Christian, yet I curse like a fucking sailor. But you don't see me going harassing women in online and call and saying that I want to fill a cream pie with their <laughs> and fill every orifice of their body and trying to elicit a response from a person. By the way, I don't think that's the right way to you know to address a woman. Even though she talks about, and believe me, I know Sarah Silverman is very open about her sexuality and she talks about the roughness and how she wants it. But you understand the concept of sarcasm and humor and dark shit and taking things to a different level just to make it get a laugh. It's not that she actually is expecting a dude just to grab her and perform all these sexual acts without even knowing her. Like, you know, I, I would guess, and I'm speaking for her, of course, but I would guess that. There's this thing, you know, getting to know a person before you talk to them in this kind of manner. I mean, I would imagine that this is not exactly the right or the precise way a woman likes to be talked at. You know, this is not the way a lady would like to be like, oh, yes, please tell me how would you fuck me? (laughs) I mean, I just met you. 
But yes, please tell me how in detail would you like to fuck me? No, I don't think that's nice. I don't think that's swell. I don't think that's beautiful. And <laughs> I don't think a woman would appreciate that type of talk without knowing you. And there's this weird thing that people go through in social media that they think that just because you are a, a thing that emitted an opinion on the web that automatically they have the right to respond to you without even knowing the context for what you said or what you're trying to say. And they believe that like, okay, let me just engage with this person and bury them and, and, and give them a new asshole or rip them a new asshole. Sorry. That would be the correct way to express that. Uh, I don't get the hatred that you see in social media nowadays. I don't get it. I really don't. I don't get the hatred. I don't get it. I wish to understand why people are such dicks to each other on social media. I mean, I don't see people just walking on the street and call, hey, asshole, get the fuck out of the way. Well, in certain places, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like in social media, it's like we're so crass to each other. We're so fucking dicks to each other. And, uh, It doesn't matter what belief system we subscribe to or what our personal philosophy is, whether we believe in God, whether we don't. We just throw that shit on the wayside and just go down to our most basic instincts of I'm going to fuck you up. And I don't get it. And hence the reason why I have been posting less lately on all my social media. And the one that I post the most now is on Facebook. Like an old man. <laughs> Because, well, look at the beard. It is almost white. <laughs> uh, so I don't get it. I don't get the the hatred and the, 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 the vitriol that you have to spew nowadays in order to elicit a reaction on people. Like, I don't know Sarah Silverman. I don't need to defend her and she don't need someone to defend her. She pretty much defended herself in that statement. It's just that where do we get off by being dicks like this? You know, like what does that solve? What does, what does that show? And, and, and I, and in the dude's head, let me try to see if I can guess what he was trying to say. Well, oh, Sarah Silverman is a beautiful woman. Yes. You can say that and not sexually harass her verbally by writing on her timeline, on writing on her post and saying in gruesome details, how would you want to have sex with her? And not only that, describe a practically, no, not practically a gangbang that you would do on her. Yes, that is what elicits all the, emo the sexual commotion on a woman. They were like, oh, yes, Bobby. Give me that, Bobby. <laughs> It's like, how would you even think that this is what this woman wants? Anyway, it disappoints me that we have gone. And when I say we, I'm talking about mostly Christians because that's my tribe. I identify myself as a Christian. <laughs> I identify myself as a Christian. Sounds like something you heard over there. If you know, you know, uh, like I don't understand this need that we need to, uh, force 
people into thinking certain things that we think not all of us for example i'm i don't go prohibiting people things and telling them how to live their lives because obviously i don't have it all together i don't and if i tell you that i do i'm full of shit and it's one of the reasons i don't i stopped uh doing the things that i was doing in the previous church because I felt, and I still do, that I am not a finished model or am, and I'm not in a position to tell anybody how to live their life. Because I'm still figuring things out myself. So how the hell am I qualified to tell somebody how to live their life or how to follow certain steps in their lives? I'm not qualified. I'm not the person that should be telling people what to do. And so how do we live life? Well, that's why I love, you know, de-religiotize everything aside, you know, taking the religious BS aside. The word Torah, you know, uh, the Torah, the the commandments is instructions on how to hit the mark. It's an, it's a guide. It's a guide. So like you don't want to fuck up more then follow these rules so you can fuck up less, basically. So it's not like you do this or you do it or you are going to hell. There is a hell already that you're living here on earth by fucking up. Because when you make a mistake, especially a big one, you kind of pay for it immediately. If you have feelings, if you have any sort of emotions and and it's not a oh, is God punishing you. It's, it's, the, that kind of conversation. It just me in a way that you wouldn't imagine. I'm tired of religious bullshit. I'm tired of people telling others what to do when they're still fucking like Jesus Christ. I wasn't going to go there. I wasn't going to go there, but I'm going to go there. Because y'all remember, I mean, if you've been watching these podcasts from the beginning, I kind of did a little tribute to uh, Ravi Zacharias. I don't mean to bury him, throw him under the bus, but y'all remember that he was accused in life of, you know, sexually harassment and uh, the ministry uh, after postmortem because he's dead been dead for a while almost a year now uh has it, 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 it hired a, a a an investigation uh hired people to investigate this matter and they found that the evidence points that he in fact did have a bunch of sexual things and do I feel duped by the guy? If I were, am I honest? If I were honest, yes. In one side, but another side, no. Why? Because he presented himself as a holy man. Now, yeah, he said in his in, in, in his preaching that he's not perfect and whatnot. But when you know, when you say you're not perfect, he's like, well, you know, maybe impure thoughts and maybe this and maybe that not that he's slinging dick <laughs> it's not that he's slinging dick left and right isn't that's not the thing that you're thinking about but in this case that's exactly what happened he was slinging dick 
I'm sorry. And I, and I don't mean to throw him under the bus. I don't mean to disrespect his family. God knows what his God knows what his family and his daughters might be thinking and his kids. You know, like man, we lost our dad to like a very aggressive cancer and then we find out he was slinging dick while he was a minister of the gospel, preaching to people and being an apologist for God's sake. See, these are the things that if you don't believe in God and your faith is not really sold into God and not in people, these are the kind of things that other people that don't believe in God will show up. Well, there you go. They're full of shit. And you know what? They have the reason and they have the motive to tell you because that's what happens. That's what happens like nine times out of ten. That's what happens because right now, and I'm going to be serious and I'm going to be sincere, Christianity is at its lowest point because there are very few Christian, real Christians out there. There are very few. Very few in between. We got a lot of bullshit out there. We got a lot of drama. We got a lot of people going like to be on TV, like to show off, like to be on TV, making themselves look like they're the finished ultimate product. When in fact their lives are maybe full of shit. So in my particular case, I I forego the showing off, the exhibitionism, the peacocking, and I just present you the damaged goods. This is the damaged goods. I am not perfect in any shape of the word, in any shape way that the word would describe. I'm there's a lot of shit in me that I question, and I have a lot of questions that I. I, I but I still keep my faith in God, even though I'm I'm full of failures. I'm full of my mistakes, but yet I still hold into the God thing because I need to at this point. I need to. I need to. And and it's a very personal thing that I don't know if I have the time or the stamina to explain myself, but I need to. I need to. But damn it, man. Until we Christians stop being full of shit and start acting up that we really believe this, then the people just going to keep on shitting on us with reason. That's why I won't defend this. I won't like, I wasn't going to mention the Robbie thing, but I mentioned it because what do you want me to do? Like try to hide the sun? No. This is a weird way to end the podcast, right? I always find a way to end these in the fucking downers of downers. Anyway, uh, if you guys want to help me, out, <laughs> help me out buying T-shirts, mask, whatever in my public store, I will be posting the link in the description and hopefully you'll be seeing like a small corner up in here. If you're watching the video of the whole thing, uh, the, the, you know, the thing, the thing, uh, the v- website showing you the stuff. The link will be there. Buy some stuff, whatever you like, and uh, hopefully you you'll be helping out a brother in terms of paying for all the stuff that I have to pay those bills. So again, this has been the first Husky Babu of the year, number thirty-one. This has been Ariel. I hope you guys had a good time, and I hope that 
I didn't bore you enough to death. So uh, take care and bye guys. Bye.